Hello, I'm Joan. I'm a Canadian family physician who also works as a restorative medical educator, facilitator, and coach. I create spaces that rehumanize the work of healthcare. I'm creating this podcast to remind myself, as well as anyone else working in a helping profession, that when you are working and caring for your human patients, you are the other human in the room. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back for another episode of The Other Human in the Room. So I am actually walking today, so I don't know if this is going to be too noisy. We will see. Um, I just went and uh, dropped off my older son at his school. He's in junior kindergarten this year, and uh, it's been fun because the school is a lot closer to our house. And so a few mornings a week when I work from home, um, I'm able to walk him to school, and that feels like a treat. And it was actually on the walk that I thought of something that uh, I kind of want to just like process for myself. And so feel free to listen in. But um, I've been thinking a lot about impatience and kind of urgency, that urgency feeling, which I notice is underneath when I feel impatient. I, uh, I feel impatient a lot. <laughs> I used to feel it more, actually. I used to feel it like pretty much about everything always it felt like or um certainly like a lot more often a lot more intensely um with myself around work with patients with staff probably though I think lots of staff um and then definitely with my kids oh my goodness so lots of impatience around my kids who are two and four currently and so you know um they are little bunny rabbits and they run all around and they don't always do exactly what I want them to do on the time that I want them to do it shockingly I know um and so I feel this like impatience a lot and you know through my self-reflective work and coaching I really uh started to question like what is this impatience thing and I've noticed I mean there's sometimes where really I don't know it's time to get to work whatever and so like Really, there is a time crunch, but I've also noticed there's tons of times where there isn't a time crunch, not really at all. Like I actually have plenty of time. Like I look down at the watch, and I'm like, oh my gosh, we're gonna get there early because I've just like, you know, raced everyone around this entire house getting them ready. And I just was wondering, like, what is it that I'm like racing against, you know? And um, this happened uh today actually as i was walking felix to school and it happened yesterday we like went for a walk in this forest near our house and um both i it was me by myself with my uh two sons and they were both wearing sandals and it was a really rocky trail so then there were a lot of they had to stop not even that often but like right at the beginning of our walk they both were saying if you can hear that train horn in the background there apologies if you can um what was i saying oh yeah so they were we were walking in the forest and it was a gravelly path and they were both wearing like closed toed sandals and um we got on the path and like almost immediately both of them were like there's rocks in my shoes there's rocks in my shoes 
And so then we had to stop and they had to take off their sandals and they had to shake them out and then put them back on. And then they like stood up and then like both of them almost immediately were like, there's rocks in my shoes again. <laughs> so we were like five minutes into this walk and we'd like stopped twice already. And so then I just felt like it's like this like burst of irritable energy that just like comes over my body. And I'm like, okay, if we have to stop one more time for rocks, then we're going home. That's it. This is ridiculous. We, we have to go home. And then, you know, three minutes later, yeah, then one of them had to stop and um, there were rocks in their shoes again. So then they had to stop to take them out. And then they looked up to me and they're like, we have to go home now, mama. And I like, thankfully, um, this time, like took a breath, like looked at like the beautiful trees around, looked at how really nothing had actually gone wrong except for like what was happening in my brain. <laughs> like what's wrong with pausing a few times? Like are, we're not actually trying to like get somewhere on this walk. We're literally just like enjoying nature, right? And so I was like, no, it's fine. You can, you can take off your shoes as many times as you want. We'll get as far as we get. Like it's fine. <laughs> and um we have plenty of time. I think I, and I said that out loud and then my older son Felix, like for the rest of the walk, it was funny. He, he clearly was, he clearly noticed that that was not something I usually say because he like kept saying like, Oh, here we go. Should we go this way or this way? It's okay. We have plenty of time. <laughs> that just made me think about, Oh dear. Like how many, you know, that's not my usual thing I say to him. Usually I'm like, come on, we gotta go, we gotta go. So I really want to reflect on it this morning just to like unpack what's all this like time urgency about? What's all this like impatience urgency about, you know? And so the thing is, I think it has something to do with feelings, which I mean, that's a shocker. Every single one of these podcasts secretly has to do with feelings, doesn't it? Um, but I think this one is, is it too? Cause like, okay. So the one level that I've really explored in the past is like, so my impatience is like a sense of urgency. I, I frequently have a sense of urgency, even about things that like technically are not urgent, like sort of the sense of urgency and emotions that are, you know, convey in my body and my brain about urgency are really designed for situations in which like survival is on the line, right? So it's supposed to be, you know, I have a sense of urgency if I'm about to like fall off a cliff or there's a predator that's about to eat me or I'm about to starve to death. Like, like urgency is supposed to happen in those situations. It's not really supposed to happen in just like everyday life situations. And so then having sort of noticed that and noticed that like a lot of my time I spend like thinking about, you know, I'm like worried about the future and I have so much urgency about like getting stuff done and getting out the door. And it's like, what am I running from? Or what am I running towards? Like, what am I um, running from? Cause I've been sort of trained and conditioned to think it's a threat. And so it's often things like, I don't want someone to be mad at me. I don't want to fail. I don't want to make a mistake. You know, those classics. And then what am I running towards? Like, 
if I'm feeling kind of blah, or if I'm feeling like a painful emotion now, then often I'm running towards a, you know, a, a different state or a different circumstance that I think will bring me some relief or will bring me a better feeling. So I'm like trying to rush to get there. And so then really what I'm saying underneath that is like, I am having difficulty tolerating whatever sensations, whatever emotions I'm feeling right now. That's what impatience really is, you know? So it's like, so just bringing it back to the example of walking along the trail and having to stop to like take rocks out of shoes. So it's like when we have to stop to take rocks out of shoes, I, I don't have a sense of purpose. So I'm just standing still. And I do have like pretty solid conditioning from my like personal circumstance and just like from the world, which is like all about that hustle culture, you know, and that's definitely something I, I saw reflected even in my family of origin and what I was praised for is like always, you know, stay busy, stay productive, you know, rewarded for doing the most, do, for doing a lot, right? And so then if I'm just standing still on a path and I'm doing something that's like, you know, relatively more uncomfortable, like crouching down and wrestling a two-year-old's little chubby foot <laughs> to get in and out of sandals, like that is like, there's something that is slightly less comfortable about that than just like walking at your own pace, right? Like even just on that level without any of the conditioning elements of like how this is like useless or boring or frustrating, like it is like more uncomfortable to like start and then stop and then crouch down and then wrestle a sandal, you know, every three meters. So I'm experiencing relatively more discomfort and I have, to me, it feels like impatience, but maybe what it really is, is like discomfort intolerance. I feel like I can't fully tolerate this increased level of discomfort, right? And I think about that, you know, certainly at work, like, you know, there's so many times where when I look back, I'm like, oh, why did I like rush to that appointment? Or like, or why did I spend 20 extra minutes with that patient when I like knew that the encounter was really over, but they just kept talking and I felt uncomfortable in the room, but it felt more uncomfortable to interrupt them. And so I just like stayed there because I was afraid of the feeling that could come from actually interrupting them. And then instead I just like created so much more discomfort for myself in like being behind all day, right? Like that's like this impatience thing. I think at its core is really like a lack of tolerance, but I, that sounds like a fixed day. What I mean is just like, let's say lack of practice or the gap in which I have the opportunity to practice creating more tolerance, more acceptance of uncomfortable sensations, uncomfortable emotions, even like, like physical discomfort too, you know, like I have learned that example quite a bit for physical discomfort through some of my experiences, like, um, alongside my husband, I took a few years to train up to run a marathon. And that is just an exercise in like increasing your tolerance for physical discomfort. 
that's kind of the whole thing. Because otherwise, it's like, how do you run a marathon? You just keep running. <laughs> like, you, that's it. It's not like a skill skill, you know. Um, it's like you just keep running. You build up your body's tolerance and strength and uh, capacity to keep running lo- longer and longer distances. That's the whole deal, you know. Um, sorry if you're a long distance runner. And I know there's like, there is more uh, theory to it and when they hydrate and all that stuff. But I just mean, you know, not brain surgery. It's a different kind of um, learning curve. It involves a ton of increasing your capacity to tolerate discomfort. And I think that's what's going on. So, you know, today, walking to school, um, Felix, he was wearing boots. I don't even think it's possible he actually got rocks in them, but like, you know, two thirds of the way towards school, he's like, I've got rocks in my boots. I have to sit down and take them out. And I just remember what had happened the day before. And so instead, well, no. Okay. If I'm honest, I think I did still say like, oh, okay. Like I still had a moment of frustration, but then I like pause and in my head. The thing I said to myself was I can feel a feeling, which is a thing I try and remember to say to myself a lot. Like anytime I'm feeling anxious, anytime I'm like, worried about doing something. Now that I know that ultimately what's going on is I'm afraid of the feelings I'll feel. I say to myself, I can feel a feeling. I felt a feeling before. And so I said that to myself here and I was like, okay, no, no problem. Felix, like dump the invisible rocks out of your boots. Because spoiler alert, there were no rocks in his boots. Okay, guys, he just wanted to take a little pause. (laughs) But I felt I did feel way less impatient about it because I just like allowed myself to notice that nothing had gone wrong, that we still had plenty of time, and that I can feel a feeling. So that's, uh, yeah, that's like what I wanted to share. So like something for you to consider is what are times in your life when you've noticed you feel a lot of that urgency, a lot of that impatience, and you want to like rush, rush, rush through things? And could it be that what you're really rushing past is feeling an uncomfortable feeling, feeling a feeling that you were taught was dangerous or that something was wrong or that just like feels more uncomfortable in your body, right? And for the times when you have the space to remember, if you're having a lot of that impatience, can you pause and say, has anything actually gone wrong? Do I actually have plenty of time? And I can feel a feeling. All three, two out of three, whichever of those apply in those scenarios, it will create space. And that honestly usually allows you to be more efficient with your time when you're in that mode versus like frantically rushing around. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I've noticed that for sure. So that's my sharing with you as I walk um, back home from dropping off my kid. I hope everyone has a wonderful day. And uh, just remember, folks, you can feel a feeling. Take care. I would love to hear from you. Please share your human moments in medicine with me on Instagram at joanchanmd or on my website, joanchanmd.com. On my website, you can also find other restorative medical education offerings I have, including one-on-one coaching opportunities and skill building workshops. I look forward to connecting with you there. Thank you.